0: This is the Odd and Offbeats Podcast. hey oddballs welcome to the odd and offbeat podcast i have mr matthew baker and the man across from me is the melancholy louis fox that's right i ate two melons and a cantaloupe today <laughs> you ate two melons and petted a collie <laughs> do you remember when the smashing pumpkins okay so this is what i think about a lot i think about what teenagers think of music that were po- was popular when we were kids.
1: Okay, so the hard thing is my daughter, a teenager, is uh, into 90s music.
0: Okay. So yeah, so I hear like, you know, Nirvana, Soundgarden, I hear all those bands that were popular in the 90s, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is amazing music! Yeah? But then I think about like, what a 14 or 15 year old now, when they hear it. Yeah, they're like, where's Pitbull chiming in? Yeah, right? Where Where is DJ Khalid going, <laughs> DJ Khalid!
1: <laughs> where's Lil Wayne going, <laughs>
0: what, what? Yeah, so I mean, your daughter, she probably only listen to
1: nine. I mean you listen to a lot of 90s music I listen to more modern like Uh alt-rock um I try not to like we have serious I don't listen to the 90s channel okay because I don't want to be the guy that's locked into high school
0: gotcha yeah no I'm not locked in I like new music but like when I hear that Soundgarden and stuff I'm like this is
1: badass well she was driving my driving the car and she had on the 90s channel and then got out Uh and then I was driving and it was left on the 90s channel and I'm like all this music's awesome. Yeah, right? I was like, Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, was- totally. I well, minutes. my
0: buddy has this theory that once you reach the age of 30, you're not going to listen to new music. Whatever you listen to up to the age of 30, that's what you're going to listen to for the rest of your life. Okay. Moving forward, that's what you think
1: is was the best music. Okay, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Well, because a lot of more upcoming music isn't relevant to your life.
0: Yeah, and the music now, a lot of it's not even like actual musicianship. They're not playing instruments anymore. What's
1: up, old man Baker over
0: there? <laughs> I like it. I just like, you know. What's it's with of... the rock and the roll? <laughs> that's what I want. Well, I want some rock and roll, man. That's all I want. Some blues, maybe some soul. Like, that's good. See, I like, older, I like older music, even outside of the 90s. Like, I grew up on classic rock and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I grew up listening now, to- No, like, what do you call classic rock? Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix. See, that's
1: someone's, like, modern rock, and their classic rock is, like, Jerry Lee Lewis. There was
0: no, there was no rock before that.
1: It was Elvis.
0: Jerry Lee Lewis was after Led Zeppelin. W- Jerry Lee Lewis? Yes. Great Balls of Fire? Yes. No. All right, you're right. <laughs> Great Balls of Fire came out- before Led Zeppelin, did. There you go. all right. But yeah, so I wonder about that all the time. And I perform at colleges, and I play music that I think is kind of cool. And then I, they're like, they could, the moment I come out, they're like, "This is from the '80s." Yeah. yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> Where's your water, grandpa? Huh? <laughs> Who brought their dad to perform for us? Well, it's funny how like in my town, my relationship with the town has changed. We lived there about 15 years, so. At first, I was uh, – because I would donate shows to, like, my daughter's school Mm. and all that. So I was, like, the the magician. Yeah. And then I became – we had our dog who's very recognizable. Like, oh, it's the guy with the Chewbacca dog. Uh. Like, okay. And now I was – last week, people are like, are you Ella's dad? I'm like, am I at that (laughs) phase of my life where – my identity is now my child.
0: Yeah, and she town. doesn't refer to you as dad. She goes, no, this is Louie.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: she, she goes, are you Ella's dad? <laughs> no, my dad died a long time ago <laughs> in a tragic magic accident.
1: <laughs> she goes, I come home. She's like, are you, are you Ella's dad? Because I haven't seen him in years.
0: <laughs> okay, so your daughter has good taste, essentially, is what.
1: Yeah, yeah. she has She has Matt taste.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good because I am her unofficial Legal Guardian.
1: Yeah, but I was, I was trying to teach her about Tupac because we were in the car uh, and Tupac's like, sorry mama, uh, came on and she's like, I don't get it. I'm like, he's uh, thanking his mom. What doesn't she get? It's probably the worst. You are appreciated. That one? Yeah. It's probably the worst Tupac song ever. The song's amazing. No, it's, oh, no, it's what, not. What are you talking about? It's good low energy slam poetry, but that's about it. We did do a podcast about a guy that got fired for sending Tupac quotes to his company.
0: All right, listen. I'm going to tell you a little story about me and my mama. All right. When I was young, me and my mama had beef. 17 years old, kicked out on the streets. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see her face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Suspended from school and scared to go home, I was a fool. With the big boys breaking all the rules, I shed tears with my baby sister. Over the years, we was poorer than the other little kids. And even though we had a different daddy's... All right, All right, it's right it's there you rough. go. It's a little rough. All right, it's a little
1: rough. <laughs> it's no <laughs> California. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then that's your try- sweet
0: song, man. Come and on. Then
1: I tried to explain to her, West Coast, East Coast. Oh rap, man, that's tough. And Biggie getting shot, Tough, man. And then Surge Knight, and it was a whole Sur- 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 Surge. Sur- Night. Surge Knight. Surge Knight. I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> the so I- superhero that <laughs> Shug Knight became <laughs> later in life. Surge Knight. It's also my favorite energy drink. <laughs> surge knights.
0: All right, well, this has been a very uh all over the map <laughs> intro. <laughs> Let's get to the story. We better. <laughs>
1: Get to some weird news.
0: This story comes from my favorite weird news source, the HuffingtonPost.com.
1: That's a news source more reliable than being the transplant recipient of Ernest Hemingway's liver.
0: Yeah, I guess you wouldn't want the Hemingway liver. No, you yeah. want like the you want the Hemingway heart. Yeah. <laughs> You want his penmanship? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You want his liver? What is what is his famous drink? He loves the daiquiris. Was it the daiquiris? I maybe it wasn't the daiquiri. Maybe it was the mojito. Yeah, Ah, mojito. He I came up with it in Cuba. Oh yeah. I should have known that. I've you been should've. to the bar that he goes to, the Florida.
1: Yeah, see, I shouldn't have known that because cilantro gross. I've hung
0: out with the gold sculpture of Ernest Hemingway <laughs> at the corner of the bar.
1: Is it actual gold or just painted gold? <laughs>
0: It's Cuba. It's actual gold. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, that's how they roll. They still they still use gold.
0: <laughs> so this story is pretty crazy. It's a short story, but it's pretty awesome. Doctors discover booze brewing in sober
1: woman's bladder. Side note, that lady literally has six-pack abs.
0: <laughs> well played, Louis. <laughs> nice. A 61-year-old Pennsylvania woman who was seeking a liver transplant caused quite a brouhaha after doctors tested her urine and discovered the presence of alcohol.
1: Good on the Huffington Post for using brouhaha. I've never seen the word brouhaha spelled
0: out before. And That's it
1: doesn't what... spell B-R-E-W. No, no. The patient insisted that
0: she had not been drinking that day, but doctors at the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine
1: and Medical Center were skeptical. Isn't that basically a doctor's job nowadays? They're like, look, I get you WebMD'd this bad boy, but it's not cancer. Yeah. You have a scrape on your elbow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Since excessive drinking can harm the liver, they push her to enter an alcohol abuse treatment program instead, according to the Washington Mm -hmm. Post. (laughs) Clearly, you're you're in denial
1: about your drinking problem, and clearly we're in denial about our diagnosing abilities.
0: (laughs) I swear I haven't drank in 25 years. (laughs) I swear I'm an MD. But the woman kept insisting she wasn't an alcoholic and she showed no signs of visible impairment from drinking. Eventually, doctors discovered that the real trouble was brewing in her bladder. The organ was producing alcohol on its own, according to a case study published Monday in the journal Annals of (laughs) of Internal Medicine. Come on, they got to come up with a better name than that, the... (laughs) Annals of internal medicine. They did that on purpose. Yeah.
1: Except that's what it's actually called.
0: It seems the woman suffered from urinary auto brewery
1: syndrome, which caused her bladder to make its own alcohol. What didn't help was her diet that's based on hops and grains. (laughs) Yeah. Pop rocks and bread. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What'd you have for lunch? Just yeast.
0: <laughs> that booze didn't show up in her blood, and her urine had no signs of ethyl glucuronide or ethyl sulfate, two chemicals produced when the body metabolizes
1: alcohol. She's like, look, I'm clearly not drunk. I can pronounce ethyl glucuronide. <laughs>
0: But the woman's urine had a lot of sugar and yeast, the two key ingredients for fermentation. She had uncontrolled diabetes, according to the Philadelphia
1: Inquirer. Can you imagine like the frat dude's like, dude, I'd tap that. (laughs) Stop. Once doctors figured out. (laughs)
0: Once doctors. She's Seattle's newest craft brewery. (laughs) It is going to be a thing, right? Like they get the monkey poo coffee <laughs> yeah. where the monkeys eat the, the coffee beans and then poo it out. And then they take the, the beans and then roast them after yeah. that. It's like a delicacy. Now they're going to have like the Wisconsin woman pee beer. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, is this a logger? No, she's right there. This sa- <laughs> no, she is a logger. She actually logs for a
1: living. <laughs> yeah. This is her side hustle. <laughs>
0: This beer fermented in this woman's stomach for three weeks and she peed it out. It's got an oaky taste. (laughs) It has a slight hint of asparagus. (laughs) (laughs) Once doctors figured out that the high levels of alcohol in the woman's urine were not the result of excessive consumption, she was allowed back on the list to be considered for a liver transplant.
1: I like that there really was like they couldn't figure this out. They're like, oh, look, you're clearly not drunk. I'm I'm an idiot, and I'm aware of people whose bodies brew beer.
0: Yeah. I did a, a little bit more of a deep dive on the actual syndrome, and there is no sort of number associated with how many people go through this.
1: Yeah, well, because they don't know how many people. A lot of people don't know until something They've bad. been fired from their job for being yeah. intoxicated. Well, there was a guy... I think we had, I don't know. think we ever did the podcast on it, but there was a guy that blew like a a level of alcohol that would kill the average person. Uh And, you know, the cops took him in for being drunk Uh and he was like totally sober. Yeah. And they're like, it's impossible to be alive right now. Yeah. And
0: he's like, I got a little whiskey factory in my stomach. Yeah. (laughs) You would be the coolest guy in jail.
1: You'd be the prison guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you would top you off. (laughs) Bring it over here. <laughs> I wish I had I'll, I will throw up on you for four cigarettes.
0: <laughs> I wish I knew that this syndrome existed when I was getting drug tested as a child.
1: <laughs> I have auto weed syndrome. Know, yeah. <laughs> it's where I eat the weed and then it grows inside of me. I, I ate weed once. <laughs> it's like the person who had the tree growing in their lung. You got a weed plant. So her case demonstrates how easy it
0: is to overlook signals that urinary auto brewery. Syndrome may be present, the study said, calling for standardized guidelines for alcohol abstinence monitoring.
1: I like that there's like pneumonia, smallpox, auto brewery, like they ran out of ideas.
0: Yeah, so people do suffer from this. There was one documented case where someone, it went undetected for 20 years, and the symptoms of this can have profound effects on everyday life as well as reoccurring side effects of excessive belching, dizziness, dry mouth, hangovers, disorientation, irritable bowel syndrome, and chronic fatigue syndrome. They you should
1: name this Lindsay Lohan
0: syndrome. It's like it's essentially just alcohol. Is yeah, it like right. It's a you deal with this on a regular basis. Your body just creates a. I would
1: call it Coors Light disease. <laughs> That's what I would call it. Uh, so, what do we think about this? I'm glad that she got back on the transplant list and they figured out what it was. Yeah. Uh, But I'm just waiting for some craft brewery to call her. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're sitting on a gold... Literally sitting on a (laughs) gold mine. But she would be like, even just like a spokesperson, like, you think you know beer... I am beer. Yeah, right? You consume it, my body makes it. I would
0: love to see her at like an AA meeting. She's like, I've never had a sip of alcohol in my life, (laughs) but I've been drunk every day
1: (laughs) since I was 13. Have you seen, there was an ad going around uh, on the leap year day of all the people who had legally had just had 21 birthdays. Uh, So they're all in their 70s. Of course. Drinking booze for the first time. Oh, that's hilarious. That's awesome. That's
0: cool. Um. So yeah, I agree. I'm glad that they got her
1: back on the list to get a new liver, and I hope that they can Wouldn't tackle be this crazy in the though? future. She gets the liver of someone that's like an alcoholic, or the liver of someone whose liver produces alcohol. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, so essentially they just treat it with like you have to have carbohydrate control, antifungal or antibiotic therapy, general antibiotic avoidance, and just probiotics, yogurt. Yeah. But yeah, this is kind of a cool story. I'm super glad that this exists because it's pretty funny. <laughs> and I agree. I hope that someone monetizes this and figures out a way to, you Put, know, put
1: her urine in my it. mouth. Would you, <laughs>
0: would you do it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would too, for sure. All right, I like it. Yep. And now, it's time for Strange Stories from the Time Capsule with Dr. Henry. Children of identical twins are genetically siblings, not cousins. news story number two.
1: This story comes from BBC.com. That's a news source more reliable than a deaf sound engineer. You don't think you can feel the sound? <laughs> Super reliably. <laughs> <laughs> Could you just look at the boards and
0: see if they're peaking or not? I Maybe, but then... I you feel like most sound engineers are probably deaf, <laughs> actually, now that we think about it. In retrospect, <laughs> yes.
1: Yes, they are. So this story goes rats... And how many reliable sound engineers... Have you run into? How many are like you A know? A lot. How many would you use as your emergency contact? A lot. Really? M- most sound,
0: sound engineers. Reliable people.
1: <laughs> Good, upstanding citizens.
0: <laughs> Salt of the earth. Tax-paying citizens. So this story goes, rats taught to drive tiny
1: cars to lower their stress levels. That's the stress from the fear of failure from doing mazes all day.
0: Yeah, and it's like... Are you really just trying to figure out how to make
1: rats' lives less stressful? <laughs> yes. Is that the real the real goal here? Like, what? Like, I mean, I get they have like appearance issues. They're like, they wash my hair eighty times a day, yeah. and it's still a mess, right? So, learning to drive small cars helps rats feel less
0: stress, scientists found. I think it just helps take their minds off the fact that they're living in (laughs) captivity, that they're prisoners. (laughs) But they can get around.
1: It's a mobile jail. (laughs) Basically.
0: Yeah. Maybe that's what we should do. We should just let people be in public if they've committed a a nonviolent crime. But they have to be in a mobile penitentiary. A mobile jail? Yeah. Right? (laughs) They sleep outside. Yeah. They can't have human contact. But they get to be out in public. They can watch their kids' soccer game. Yeah. Researchers at the University of Richmond in the U.S. taught a group of 17 rats how to drive plastic little cars in exchange for bits of
1: cereal. I like that their car loan is paid off in carbs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Study lead Dr. Kelly Lambert said the rats felt more relaxed during the task, a finding that could help with the development of non-pharmaceutical treatments for mental illness.
1: Yeah, can you imagine you go to, like, the psychiatrist and like you're like, I'm super stressed. And they're like, here's what you do. Get in your car, go drive through the I-5, through Seattle, 4.30 p.m. Yeah, right? <laughs> You'll feel yeah, like a million bucks. How,
0: yeah, how is that going to, someone is mentally ill and they're like, here, climb into this small plastic car <laughs> yes. that's ran by copper wire <laughs> and drive this around. That's going to help. The rats were not required to take a driving test at the end
1: of the study. Nah, they were required to complete the rat race.
0: I, it would be hilarious if they passed the driving test, but they failed the written
1: test. <laughs> They couldn't do the roadside sobriety test.
0: <laughs> and how do they know that they're more relaxed? Did they all say namaste when they left
1: the yeah. car? <sighs> Krishna.
0: Hari Hari Krishna. I
1: just said that because the rest of Matt's day he's gonna annoy the hell out of his girlfriend by going Hari Hari Hari, hari
0: Krishna. <laughs> How did the rats learn to drive? Dr. Lambert and her colleagues built a tiny electrical car by attaching a clear plastic jar to an aluminum plate fitted to a set of wheels. A copper wire was then threaded horizontally across the jar, the cab of the car to form three bars left, right, and center.
1: Basically, what they created for them is a mobile jail cell slash electric chair.
0: (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. It looks daunting. It looks like it's a torture device almost for rats, but it's a functional car. To drive the car, a rat would sit on the aluminum plate and touch the copper wire. The circuit was then complete, and the animal could select the direction in which they wanted to travel. Next up, they're going to be
1: playing the Nintendo Switch. (laughs) they got a sweet, sweet Minecraft <laughs> scenario going. It's pretty
0: cool. They, I, it's awesome, man. I hope they can, uh, pretty soon they're going to teach like a paraplegic rat to drive around with yeah. just their automated wheelchair. After months of training, the rats learned not only how to make the rat mobile move, but also how to change direction, researchers wrote in the journal Behavioral Brain Research.
1: I mean, they have like the the hamster ball that the dude can run around in. Yeah. Like, do they That's need like a the car? bicycle. Come yeah. on. Yeah.
0: Those are ones that are more environmentally friendly, environmentally environmentally conscious rats. for the hippie rat. They're like, I'm not putting this pollution in the world with this copper wire.
1: Yeah. Copper, you got a mine. (laughs) Next thing you know, junkies are stealing my car for the copper wire.
0: (laughs) What did they find? Some of the rats in the experiment had been raised in a lab while others lived in enriched environments. That is, they had more natural habitats. The one percenters.
1: (laughs) They're living high in the hog. Living
0: up on the hill there. The rats raised in enriched environments were significantly better drivers than the lab
1: rats. They're out there doing donuts. Of course they're going to be better. They're doing that thing where you drive at the parking spot and then hit the e-brake and put it neutral and you <laughs> swing into the spot. After the trials,
0: researchers collected the rats' feces to test for the stress hormone Cortisosterone, as well as for dehydropyesterone, an anti-stress hormone.
1: Your poop hormones for stress just went up reading those two words. Quite
0: a bit. <laughs> All of the rats had higher levels of dehydropesterone, which the scientists believe could be linked to the satisfaction of having learned a new skill. Or they're eating an all organic vegan diet <laughs> and can, going to yoga three times a day. Well, now that they
1: have the car, they can drive to the to the Whole Foods to get get their <laughs> proper diet.
0: Doctor Lambert told AFP news agency that the findings could prove useful for future research into treatments for different psychiatric conditions. There's no cure for schizophrenia or depression, and we need to catch up. She said. Yes, because the depression and schizophrenia in the rat world
1: is rampant. Yeah, right?
0: I think we need to look at different animal models and different types of tasks and really respect that behavior can change our neurochemistry. Yeah. Now, I have rats at home. Uh-huh. Not and- ones in your house. They just live in the walls. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have bad damn it. Those rats are they're playing chicken again with their plastic cars. Yeah, well, I kind of want to build one of these for my rats. You should. I think they would have a blast. Yeah. Rats are super smart. Yeah. We have three rats. One is kind of like, just like, meh, mm-hmm. just like, not exciting. Yeah. We, it just chills. Uh-huh. We have one that's pretty adventurous and then one that's more curious. So we have one that'll, like, take stuff apart. Oh, that's cool. But we have one that, like, likes to jump and is the daredevil rat. Uh-huh. Like, I want to build a ramp. Yeah, you should. It's a hazarding. Yeah,
0: like a little, uh, Evil Knievel.
1: Yeah. A little
0: Evil Knievel cape. <laughs> Teach him how to jump over the other rats. Get a bunch of rat school buses. Get a bunch of those plastic rat mobiles. Have him jump over that.
1: And the other rats are
0: like, yeah. <laughs> I would love for them to be really good drivers, but like one always forgets to turn their blinker off. <laughs> and they get mad at each other. <laughs> Alright, so I think this is pretty cool, honestly. And uh, there is a little video and some pictures of it. And these rats seem, uh, they're into it, man. Yeah. Well, they're just trying
1: to get out. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs>
0: like, they just want some cereal. Yeah. Give me some goddamn Cheerios. Dude, they love Cheerios. <laughs> oh. He's like, I got to drive across the, the whole <laughs> research center just to get some Cheerios.
1: <laughs> you think it's bad going to the market?
0: <laughs> I've never heard that before. I've never heard checking poop for how your mood uh, is. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah.
1: Have you sent in your fuel like test I, yet?
0: I have not, but I feel like I have stress poops all the time. Yeah,
1: I think you need to send in that. You need to stress you out and then have you relax and send both in.
0: Okay, and see what they say. Yeah. They're like, you poop like a two-year-old rat.
1: Yeah, that doesn't drive. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. A non-driving <laughs> two-year-old rat. All right, we'll, we'll post a picture or a video of these rats uh, on our website so that you can check it out. It's like awesome. It. Yeah. That's it for today, folks. I want to say that I appreciate you. I love you. I need you. Oh, mama. I love you. Appreciate you. I need you. Oh, mama. Were you just reading your, <laughs>
1: the uh, Pornhub <laughs> caption? I was finishing
0: the Tupac song. Oh, oh you're, you're ending it. Which we are still in debate about because I love that song. And you uh, don't have the words to describe to your daughter the greatness of it. Yeah,
1: that's right. I don't, because it's not great. All right,
0: well, today we want to thank you so much for listening. If you want to send us an email, you can do so at info at oddandoffbeat.com. Be sure to check us out, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can
1: tweet us your power ranking of uh, Tupac songs. Yes, and Sugar (laughs) Night. Search Night. (laughs) Tell us about Sugar (laughs) Night. And Is that the night that you and your lady have your sexy (laughs) date? Sugar nights.
0: (laughs) Uh, Be sure to check out the meme contest, the local meme contest. (laughs) East
1: Coast versus West Coast (laughs) meme
0: contest. (laughs) Specific to where you are. But we want to thank you, of course, if you can like this or send this to a friend, let them know that this is out there. You can also help us out by contributing to our Patreon. Yep. And just keep the word out. Stay weird, yo. Don't send them off so quickly, Louie, before telling them where they can see you
1: this week. This week, you can check me out from the 19th to the 22nd at the Pinal County Fair in Casa Grande, Arizona. The large house. Yes. If you're looking for me, I'll be in the large house. <laughs> <laughs> Where can they catch the Matt Baker comedy stunt
0: show? I am. I'm headed to Lincoln City, Oregon.
1: That's the hotbed of entertainment.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be part of the Festival of Illusions. Ooh. And I'm performing with uh, our good friend a guy who's been on the podcast, Steve Hamilton. Oh, Steve, yeah. You're pretty good. So that is March 22nd. So be sure to check out one of those. They're local ish to the Northwest. If you're in this area, you want to see me. Very few appearances in the Northwest. <laughs> I like how your there.
1: Northwest is like. Well, it's seven hours from the Northwest.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you can check that out, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. You are amazing and you are appreciated.
1: (laughs) Have a weird week. (laughs) We are out.
0: Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Stay weird.